1: In some way, shape, or form.
0: It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is a
1: magnificent football Monday. It is You Better You Bet. It is Nick Costos, It is Ken Barkley. And it is you here with us on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. If you're watching us on Stadium right now, we sincerely appreciate you. And we got two hours of badass wager coming your way as we get you set to bet and win week 16 in the National Football League. Ken and I are both off the show tomorrow. We'll still be, the show will still obviously be on the air, but Ken and I are off tomorrow, so we are going to aim to get through every single game on the slate in our early preview of the week to come in the National Football League. Um, we will turn our attention to Sunday's slate in a moment. We already hit on, in hour number one, the Rams and the Saints on Thursday night, and then the two Saturday games, Cincinnati and the Steelers in Pittsburgh, and then the Bills and the Chargers in Los Angeles. If you'd like the breakdowns of those games, early. Early bets, early thoughts. Just search you bet wherever you find your podcast. You can check it out in podcast form. Our friend Drew Dinsick, the whale capper, will stop by next hour from NBC Sports. He'll give us his early read on week 16 in the National Football League. And then the final hour of the show, we won't be on stadium for that final hour, but you can head on over to Twitch, twitch.tv backslash betql to check it out. We'll give you all our bets for tonight. NBA. National Hockey League, college hoops, and then side total and props for Monday night football with the Eagles and the Seahawks in Seattle. And by the end of the show, we will know who is starting a quarterback for both teams. Seems important, right, to handicap the game if Jalen Hurts is going to play and if Geno Smith is going to play for the Eagles and the Seahawks, respectively. But for now, we continue on, Week 16 in the National Football League, and we go to Sunday now in Atlanta. Jake, fade the music up here, please, with Indianapolis at the Falcons. So the Colts right now, coming off their Saturday demolition of the Steelers, spot Pittsburgh a 13-0 uh, lead, and then uh, score the next 30 points of the game and win 30-13. to So Shane Steichen and Gardner Minshew, the vibes, the hashtag vibes, good right now in Indianapolis. Probably the, uh, the opposite of good right now in Atlanta. The Colts' two-point road favorites, Ken, at Atlanta. The total here is 44. The big piece of news right now as it concerns this game. I feel like Atlanta is almost certainly starting Taylor Heineke in this game. Desmond Ritter obviously just threw a back breaking, like, brain-dead interception that like, led to Atlanta losing the game where they could kick a field goal to go up 10-6 and basically, like, probably win at that point. And instead, Ritter throws a pick. Carolina goes down and wins the game on a last-second field goal. Arthur Smith speaking to the media today declining to name a starter yet for next week. And as we told you earlier in the year, we talk about this all the time on the show, when a coach, like, declines to name a it means a change is coming later in the week. Not 100%, but I think it's very likely that Taylor Heineke will start this game for the Atlanta Falcons. For the Indianapolis Colts, two injuries of note at the skill positions. Michael Pittman in concussion protocol, and by the way, Demonte KZ, the Steeler safety who hit him on that brutal hit on Saturday, uh, suspended without pay the rest of the year with that hit being like one of the main reasons why. And Zach Moss, the big bows shoulder injury, we'll see if he's going to play in this game. It's apparently going to be like a pain tolerance issue. If he doesn't go, it'll be be Trey Sermon and Goodson will be the running backs for Indy assuming Jonathan Taylor is not yet ready to come back and we'll know more as we approach uh kickoff coming up on Sunday can Indy minus two total 44 pen pencil blood or blank Colts and Falcons
0: this is really going to test our Shane Steichen's over Shane Steichen overs theory I think um but <laughs> usually we fair, get a it better
1: it, number right that's it's a what better I was going to say
0: 44 against the Falcons is rough um that being said indoor game and you swap quarterbacks to someone who when he's on heineke is can be quite good the his problem is just like he can only do that for short periods of time i can never do it for more than a quarter of a season or something or even a three quarters of a game so i mean my first look in the game has to be at least to consider the over especially now that it's been bet down a little bit the first 43 and a halves have started appearing on this game like, it's just these Colts games, man. Like, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Like, and there's, there's no weather involved here. The one game they've had that basically got held under, like, authentically was because it was pouring rain against Baltimore, who, by the way, has, like, a historically good team, too, this season. So I just, my first look in these games always going to be to the over. Perfect weather. We're swapping quarterbacks. Why Why not? Um, I don't think there's anything crazy with the side, to me, anything crazy with the side in the game. The Colts have basically just played this series of coin flip games uh, where they're coaching. And their execution has out outshined the other team's ability to do those things, and this could just be the same thing. And I I don't think they should ever really be three on the road against basically anybody except Carolina. You know, uh, you know the uh, the maybe the Giants or something like that like a couple other teams maybe New England now but even now probably not and so like I I'm I'm okay like I'm good with this I don't know if I want to tease Atlanta either with kind of the what's going on there with that franchise too I think it's just like the side's pretty good um kind of how I felt like Colt Steelers just from the side standpoint and then it's the same kind of a thing like I just uh I get why the total is getting bet down like I'm in Atlanta like also it's worth noting you're getting them off a game that, that nothing about that game is going to tell you about this game. The game was played in a hurricane, basically. So just like, all right, so Ritter throws a terrible interception. They can't do this. They can't do that. Great. Is it in in the Mercedes, what do they play? What's the name of this stadium they play in? Mercedes something? The Mercedes Ben something, yeah. Mercedes Ben something. Great. Sounds great. Uh, is it going to be pouring in there with like 40 mile per hour winds?
1: Should I call it the Georgia Dome? I'm not really, I'm not really sure what it is. It's it's like, uh,
0: I want to call it the Mercedes-Benz Superdome because they used to sponsor the New Orleans thing, but that's obviously not what it is. I just, it's like Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's what it's called, I think. And, um yeah just like great the conditions are going to be completely different so the execution is going to be completely different so the possibility of scoring is going to be completely different and you get I think a little bit of what happened yesterday baked into this market because in the NFL whatever happened the previous week you get baked into the market a little bit and uh so I think like could see the total getting bet down would be very anything under 44 I think I start getting really interested in an over um in a cold in a game, what else is new
1: so let's just injury stuff here and like and like when to enter the market and like make the bet so I I think you'll agree with this. If you want to bet the over in the game, I think you'd rather have Taylor Heineke as the quarterback. Not even Denver close. Ridge.
0: I'm almost. Perce- I haven't bet the game yet. I'm waiting obviously to see how low this gets. Do you think it'll go down if Heineke starts?
1: I think it'll be 44 or 44 and a half if Heineke plays.
0: Like it 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 got bet down a little bit, and like usually that's on like, the rumor and gossip of a quarterback change. Do, do you think, do you think maybe it's Pittman?
1: Like, Pittman's been so important. Because, like, I don't think... Look, Moss, Moss like I mentioned, because yeah. he's like he's their number one running back. Like, he doesn't matter. Like, Trey Sermon and Goodson both looked really good, obviously. And maybe Taylor ever, will be back for this game.
0: You ever see a guy get bent in half like Pittman did on that play?
1: I, well, yeah. Johnny Knox not the same oh, thing oh that's a Johnny good one I totally for forgot about that one that's a really good Oh, well good that one's like yeah. like that's one not where you see one, it and like you never you forget it yeah. like you never yeah. forget it honestly yeah. like I thought about that a little bit not the same thing but the Will Levis play at the end and he got up and like walked off the field yeah. and sprained ankle apparently I Will thought Levis, Levis was that, like Will Levis had done.
0: kind of the that was almost the Trevor Lawrence injury too he got bent a little differently but it was just it's like the crumple backwards you like make a U it's like a yoga pose almost except you know you're not supposed to do that like yoga pose 20th year real 23 year old 100 pound woman except you're not that and you're wearing huge pads and shoulder pads and helmet aside from that it's like the it's exact same really
1: sort of really yeah. tight like like black yoga pants the only the only thing yeah. the only yoga pose i like is shavasana shout out to, mm. to the yogis that know what i'm talking about um moss doesn't matter like, if pitman doesn't play like that definitely yeah. matters though for this total but here's the funny by thing. far
0: let's say he doesn't let's say he doesn't play he by far their best receiver you're totally right about that let's say he doesn't play wouldn't you just trust Steichen to cook something up here to like score a bunch of points? There? The, the guy is just be a genius. The guy's untouchable. Like he's—I he, awesome. mean, he—he he and Ryan's are going to play in the last week of the season. It's becoming more likely that Coach of the Year will be decided in that game. Not a certainty, but like they both won, so that increases the likelihood that when they play each other, I, honestly there's now a really increased probability that game's for the division when we get there if Jacksonville's just going to completely fall apart and Lawrence is going to be in concussion protocol against Tampa on Sunday like this the door now swings wide open for if that game's for the division then that's probably for coach of the year if it's for playoff spot and there's other teams around then it gets a little different but yeah Jacksonville just taking a bunch of L's makes all these games so much more important um I just I would just trust like I mean it's Steichen against Arthur Smith okay like, yep. you could tie tie game fourth quarter what do you think's gonna happen in the game like what's your best guess the Colts win by a small margin that's kind of what the market implies
1: uh so okay so then it takes us to the next so I think we did a really good job of canvassing the total in the game as far as the side goes I don't think we'll see a three I actually think like when Taylor Heineke gets announced I think Atlanta will get bet a little bit I, I little think pick. Indy will close a favorite in the game you yeah, pick Indy minus one um I'll tell you what this game closes a pick I click the button on Indianapolis and like, I don't even think twice about it
0: I think uh, I think I feel the same way about pick that I do about two, honestly, which is just I'm good with all that stuff. Like if we're gonna hit three either way, then I'll become really interested. But I think I'm just okay with that. I, it's still like I I love Steichen and uh, and I would like him to win Coach of the Year now. That would be that would be excellent, and I'm glad he Me won too. on Saturday to help that and uh had like Sean Payton to win more. And we'll see what happens the next three weeks. But like the uh, the idea that like a team that with this kind of like rating, skill, talent, whatever, like they can't really be like road favorites against most. It's just like I think a market like this is fine. Like they're going to close one and a half at home against Trubisky and be a road favorite against it. Like again, it's just no. Nah, like I'm to like to me, it's like that's just that's fine. But I'm definitely not clicking the button that it's no. It should actually be more than that.
1: Um, last note here, and then we'll go to the Lions and the Vikings. All these Atlanta games are really close. How do we feel about Atlanta as a teaser leg here? Now, Heineken just, just said a little more iffy because he could yeah. throw like three big sixes. I'm good. Like like Ritter could also. I think
0: I'm good. I think I'm good on this. I, I just, I there is a lot, in. I'm sure people have noticed this, the teaser legs that I like are just much more subjective. Like, they should be in these ranges, like the things that I like generally are in these ranges, but I really like to pick and choose. I don't like to just like, okay, well, it's always two to eight. Doesn't matter what it is, and it's a low total or whatever, and I know, like, mathematically, when teasers used to pay much better, that that would be a really good angle. They don't pay that well anymore, so I'm going to be subjective with the legs that I like to pick. We're going to swap quarterbacks, and we got a team that's, like, teetering would probably be the right word. Uh... I think I'm good on the teasers here, honestly. I think if you like Atlanta in the game, you just bet them to win. And, like, if you – because to keep it close, like, you're going to get a rebound effort from them in the game. That's how you're going to keep the game close. I think you just take the two if you like that.
1: Um, Arthur Smith's press conference after the game yesterday was not, like, a disaster, but I, I, he kind of feels like dead coach walking to me. And Arthur Blank, Falcons' owner, attends all of these press conferences. They tried to get quotes from him. The Falcons media, and like, Blank was apparently, like, not, like not into it. Um, this could be, like like, team knows it's over type of situation Chargers, here. Raiders. Uh, uh, listen, unless you're out there listening and watching and you're a Falcons fan or you want to bet Atlanta in the game, we all need to band together here and root for this guy to lose. Let him go ruin some college offense. Get, get him out of hashtag our league. Get him out. I don't want this dude anywhere near a National Football League offense after this monstrosity this year that he's been running gear with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, moving on. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Monday. That's the Colts and the Falcons. Let's go to Minnesota, where Nick Mullins will draw another start for the Vikings. So Nick Mullins will be under center after he played Yolo ball on Saturday against Cincinnati. And like, honestly, Minnesota, like really yak that game away. Minnesota will host Detroit. Detroit blew out the Broncos, obviously, on Saturday night. Five touchdown passes from Jared Goff. Detroit, Ken. In between a three and a three and a half point road favorite at Minnesota, the number at BetMGM is three minus 15 to the road team, the Lions. And the total here is 47. Pen, pencil, blood or blank, Lions and Vikings.
0: Uh, This is a market today that I've been monitoring pretty closely just because if the market were to move how I think it is, that i didn't want to miss a number and I'll, I'll bet it if i if i like see that we're maybe going to go in that direction uh i love the lions in this game i think it's one of my favorite bets and be like oh like overreacting to last week the lions played a six week part of their season like garbage played like a third of the season like trash played really bad for a very sustained long period of time they're well coached team we got a ton of talent some of those games were outdoors some of those games they had a ton of turnovers the likelihood that off that performance they just go back to trash again to me with this staff seems so unlikely. I think you get like a sustained good run of play from them going forward until the end of the season. I really do think that. Now I don't know if they'll beat Dallas. I think it'll just be a really good game probably when they play Dallas that'll come up next week, but like I I don't think we're going back to they suck again. I don't think we're going back. I think that was like a long period like that's teams have these ebbs and flows. I think we're about the Lions are about to start cooking here a little bit honestly and they're playing an indoor game again and we know what the splits are. So just like I kind of think this total might be too low too. I think I I don't think it's a blip on the radar. This one game against the Broncos who were a great defensive team coming into the game, by the way, and got absolutely crushed. So like what great Brian Flores shows up in this game. He's awesome too. They have a unique style. I totally understand that. Uh, really, really like the lions. Don't want to lose the like three and a half. I stopped getting interested in really fast. So like the lions in the game of three. Do you, um,
1: and also, like, for what it's worth, like, the Bengals figured it out with the Vikings' defense towards the end of that game, and, like, Browning obviously had a ton of success the You got a game of Mullins quarter.
0: on tape, too. You got a full game now of him on tape. <laughs> the,
1: the funny thing about like, Mullins like— is Minnesota
0: like, I... <laughs> Mullins, not like San Francisco loses every start, but is pretty good Mullins. Yeah.
1: Well, this is just, like, Mullins is going to be what he always is, which is he's going to make, like, a lot of throws. Some of the throws are going to work the yellow yeah. throws, and some of them are going to get picked off. That, and that's, like, the yeah. Nick Mullins experience. Um,
0: that makes him an over-quarterback, I... by the way, if he's going to do stuff like that.
1: um i worry the ben johnson point is a really great point like ben johnson it's not like Goff against flores really it's like ben johnson against flores so i'll boil this down for me ken if this is like a a, a, like a pure number conversation for me so last night i I, before i kind of like saw what the point spread is i'm thinking like what would i bet with detroit i would definitely lay detroit minus three at over three not really interested if we get the three minus 110, I will lay the lions with you here. Otherwise, I'm like, not really interested in betting. Oh, we're
0: there. You got three 110s all over the board. So for your, for your betting pleasure. yeah. We'll talk about it more coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.